Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And you gave me fucking Live By Night, a fucking Ben Affleck movie, because we need to do all the Ben Affleck movies, apparently. Because, bro, we're, we're a Ben Affleck podcast. Unofficially, of course. All right, right off the rip, I need to ask you, do you legitimately like this movie? I do. Do you I do. really? I do, I do. There are things, of course, that I find, you know, that I could go without or it could change. But the great thing about this movie that for me is I read the book. Did you? I did. Mm. So I know you know like still, the whole backstory. <laughs> I know you're still fucking you marveled that I can read, but yeah, like I read a lot actually. Even if it's comics, still yeah. reading. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I cannot stress to the children of the world reading is the key. It is. It keeps you sharp, bro. Right. So this is Ben Affleck's like passion project, written, directed, starred by him. Oh, he wrote he wrote it he wrote yes. the screenplay too. <laughs> I don't see how we wondered about that. I knew he directed it. Mm-hmm. Um You know what's funny is I bought the DVD for this. I got it in the package for a dollar. So if this is what y'all need to know about this movie, man. Uh, I, I'll be tell you the thing, man. The, the, the worst, the worst part about it for me is, is like it. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. Like, is it a little long for sure? Does it have some problems? Yeah. Fun fact: It was originally supposed to be three hours long. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they didn't go that way. Right. right. <laughs> they, I, think uh, it, I think it's around two, two, two hours, change. eight minutes. Because yeah. I've watched it twice. Oh, you watched it twice? I watched it twice. Sweet, dude. Because last night I started drinking and I watched it. Halfway through it, I was raging. And I didn't know if it was the alcohol uh. or the movie. So I watched it again this morning. Definitely the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the whiskey. <laughs> Wasn't the whiskey. If anything, the whiskey was getting me through it. But It's got a pretty good cast. Though. So, budget. How much do you think this thing costs? Probably a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say 40 mil. Let me just say this: like this was a big flop. They lost 75 million dollars making this movie. I remember they they spent a shit on our advertising because that was when Warner Brothers was pretty much the Affleck studio at that point. Yeah, all the all the DC. Well, he had three hits under his belt: Gone Baby Gone, mm-hmm. Argo, and The Town. Like he had three hits, like back to back. So I'm sure they were confident in his ability at this point. As a director, for sure. Mm-hmm. But see, like, that's the thing about it. Like, he's in Argo, but he's not, like, what makes that movie great. Like, he's a minor role in yeah. Argo. But he... But it's a great he's movie. He's director. Yeah, he's it's a great movie. Um, so they lost $75 million, which means the budget was $108 million. <sighs> it brought in $33 million and that was it. Worldwide. I think I went and saw this in theaters, actually. Yeah, you're... I think I did. So this holds... So it came out like Christmas. Yeah, it was a weird time it came out. It was its second place in box office drop-offs. Because it got released in, I want to say, like 2,100 like theaters. Uh-huh. And um, theaters have to keep movies for two weeks, mandatory. And then the third week, they can do whatever. By the third week, there was 128 theaters that had this left in it. Well, I didn't know. Fun fact, folks. I did not know this when I went in, but I was watching, I was just on YouTube surfing mm-hmm. the other day, and it's just proof that the that the people are listening uh, to us, because every time you mention it, my wife asked me what the movie was this week. I said, oh, it's Live By Night, yeah. and my phone heard it. So <laughs> when I pulled up YouTube, it had Live By Night trailer, and I clicked on it, and I watched the trailer, which, by the way, man, this is the Terminator Salvation at its best right here. <laughs> Warner Brothers got you. 
hard. They made this movie like it was going to be the next Godfather. Yeah. Like, it was just this big crime epic, which, I mean, to a point, I mean, like I said, there's elements of it that could have been great. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they get you, they pull you in with a trailer, and, and the movie's just not not that. Right. But uh, I don't know what I was talking about before. You said you clicked on the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I clicked on the trailer, so then I saw a couple of things. I guess other people... I didn't know that people like made a living at shitting on this movie, bro. Really? <laughs> Dude, this guy made like a whole episode, and it was just like the, mo- the movie that broke Ben Affleck. Yeah. And then I kind of read into it a little bit, and it's like... You almost wonder, like, it shows in this movie, his acting, man, because, like, you could tell his life is not going well outside oh, of this movie. Yeah, he's going through a divorce from Jennifer. He's um, drinking himself into a fucking stupor yep. daily. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's been struggling with that shit for, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. He's been in rehab a couple times for it. Yeah, and this movie, like, pushed him into alcoholism even further. And then I saw the comp of him giving interviews, like, press tour for this movie. Mm-hmm. The poor guy, dude. You could he, you could tell he's at the end of it. Like he's at the end of his rope, and they won't stop asking about Batman. Bro. Oh my god, I know, I saw that too. And then he just sh- like at the end of it, it shows the meltdown, bro. I think I fucking love being Batman. I love Batman. You love Batman. I'm not here to talk about Batman today, dude. I'm here to talk about Live by Night. Right. <laughs> I can't wait to do the Batman. That's up next. I get it. People love it. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm yeah. here to talk about this movie <laughs> that I just spent a year and a half of my life doing. Two years it, call, it take to make this movie. Through the divorce, through fucking being Batman, all this other bullshit. I'm going to fucking kill somebody. Please ask me something to do with this movie and not fucking Batman. And it's just like, wow, bro. Like, <laughs> I felt bad for him because I do like Ben Affleck, man. I think he is a, a, a good talent. I think it is your civil duty to make me hate Ben Affleck. Because before this podcast, I didn't have a problem with Batman, <laughs> with Ben Affleck. I, I liked a couple of his movies. I think he's a good director. But the more we do this, I'm you like, I think I me. hate Ben Affleck. I'm showing you all of his shit. Yes. The entire catalog. Right. But I think he that's has why a lot I, of skeletons in his closet that I didn't realize. But this is why I think I am a true Ben Affleck fan, bro. Because like even through all the shit ones, I still like him, man. I yeah. still think overall he's done more good movies than bad movies. No, he hasn't. You think so? He's done like three good movies. What? I think he's done more than three, bro. <sighs> that's you, because I hate this movie. Oh, wow, bro. <laughs> You know how you felt about uh, Stalker? Yeah. I feel about this movie. It was that bad this for you? Probably at least a- they gave you some cool shit to look at in it. There's some kills that, that are Technic- pretty good. Technically, it's a beautiful film. Like, it looks amazing. Like who the- You see where the money went, for yeah, sure. Exactly. Like, they did a good job making this look the part. But the script is just Yeah, I was going to say, that's shit. probably one of my biggest complaints. I just felt like the dialogue wasn't there. Like, even the shit that was supposed to be, like, the, you know, the big thing, like, the between him and the mob boss at the end and shit, I'm like... Oh, oh, let's get into it. Tell me about this movie. Tell me, what the fuck is this movie about? Because about I don't a, even know. It's about a lot, dude. It's about a guy's trip through gangsterism, man. Like, he starts off a novice, and he ends up being the shit at the end, dude. So he... Oh, one of the, one of my biggest gripes with this movie 
is fucking exposition dump. I fucking hate exposition dump. Yeah, and that's like that. not like most of this movie is just him talking about what's going on. Yeah, don't just tell me, show me. I think Ben and like that's one thing I realized when I watched this movie again was uh, I was like, man, Ben Affleck loves to fucking narrate. Mm-hmm. He would narrate the shit out of his own life if they let him. Right, and that's what he does throughout this whole movie is just narrates it. Just leave it alone. Just let it play out. You don't need to talk over it. I can figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, it starts out. He went to the war. The gangster part of it, like, I like the narration over that part, but the other shit, like, where he's, like, kind of, like, reflecting, that I could have gone without. Right. But he's just like, I just knew one day I'd pay for my sins and shit like that, you know, like, that I could have gone like. Well, it opens with him, he's like, I hadn't da-da-da time, I went into the army, and when I got out, I became a gangster. Became an outlaw, yeah. Yeah, I became an outlaw. That part was cool. I loved it. It was like a throwback to the town, but it was like the old school version of it mm-hmm. with the Model T's and shit. Yeah. I thought that was cool. There was a lot of cool kills. There was a lot of cool shit going on. Like when he fucking, uh, I like that little part where they go to, they go to tell the clan to fuck off, like back the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we got, even got a judge. He's <laughs> like, we'll fuck your life up and the ones you love. He's like, so you're threatening me with more important powerful people and he's like is exactly what i'm doing with the one i'm talking to you for an old boy pulls out that fucking that yopper dude gets his ass that's what i was gonna say i lo- i know why you specifically like this movie yeah because there's a lot of killing there's you a lot of I'm shooting about some killing like okay there's some good like action scenes where people are getting shot up and i also liked the women characters in this movie both of his girls the toxic ass blonde and uh, zoe's zoe's outdated well it just pissed me off because he was like oh so in love with the mob boss's daughter yeah and she fucks him over and then he falls all in love with this fucking girl like why are you such a bitch falling in love with these women so easily like come on cuz the dude's had a fucking terrible life man I and guess. That's, that's all he takes fucking comfort in is a pussy <laughs> i guess but I you can, I can fu- get that you can get the pussy you ain't got to fall in love with it yeah but see but that was the type that's what i loved about it because i that's how most great or that's how most people in power are like they get drunk and they have that one vice that ends up being their downfall, whether it's power or money or pussy. And in his case, it was, he, he's a, he loves to fall in love. He loves to fall, he's got a <laughs> gangster with a heart of gold, man. And she even tells him, like, you ain't cruel enough for this. And he's like, you don't have to be cruel. But he ends up having to be, you know. I don't think he brought anything special acting wise. Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's what that's what, that's probably my biggest thing about this movie is like the what if is if he hadn't been going through so much personal shit, would he have given a better performance? And you can't say that if he hadn't given a better performance, the movie wouldn't have been better. A little bit better. A little bit better, but he didn't bring anything. So it's like you said, it's a what if. But that's what I'm saying, though. The poor guy was fucking losing his shit. Like, like I said, if he goes into this with the same focus he did on the town. It's a fucking way better movie, dude. Especially all he had to play with. You got the mob. You got the Irish mob. You got the fucking clan. That's the thing. Prohibitioner and shit. There's too much going on. There's like 10 different storylines and he squishes them all together in one story. Yeah. That's just, that's one thing. I wish he would have like picked one of those plot lines or plots and kind of stuck with it and flushed it out a little bit because it starts off with him and the whole, the girl... The mob boss's daughter. Yeah, he becomes like a bank robber, and his dad's a fucking cop. Oh, yeah, right. He gets him out, which by that guy, that guy, I forget his name. Forgive me for forgetting it, but he was in Gangs of New York. That guy's a great fucking actor. He is, but he's barely in this one. Yeah, he's he really isn't. Um, 
But yeah, he gets him out of trouble and he's like, I'm not ever doing this for you again. Right. You need to decide. He's like, you think that this shit ain't going to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. He goes, but it never comes out. You think it will. Great, great scene between him and his dad because he's like, look at all this fucking money I'm making. And like, you talk about this is the way, this isn't the way to do it. But like, I've proven to you that being a fucking outlaw, like I can make money. See, I was kind of with it. This like first act, I was kind of with it. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. And um, old girl stabs him in the back. Mm. He ends up going to jail over it. And then after he gets out of jail, you know, his dad dies while he's in jail. It kind of like lulls for me. Yeah. And it just doesn't pick up again. Well, because when he goes to Florida, that's the thing. When yeah. he goes to Florida, like, of course, they're like, who the fuck is this dude? It is pretty cool, like, hearing them talking about these areas. Because isn't this based off a true story? It is. So it is. it's cool hearing, like, the history of our, you know, area. It's Tampa. Yeah, you know it's Tampa, Ebor. It's, yeah, exactly. It's right there where, where we've been. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like I said, man, there are things about this movie that I just love, man. Yeah. Like, not even just Ben Affleck, but like I said, I like the fact anything that has to do with something that could have been us, you know, anything that even is filmed in Florida. Like I even went and saw that Brian Cranston movie just because it was, you know, it was filmed. Did in, you see the first uh, Punisher? Because it was filmed in Tampa. The the Dolph Lundgren one? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Terrible ass movie. Yes. It was like if they would have just not called it the Punisher. Yeah, it'd have been great. Yeah, fantastic movie. But the fact that they put Punisher across it made it dog shit because it's not Punisher. Me and uh, Mick, shout out to Mick. Like we had a, probably a good twenty minute conversation the other day about how Warzone's the greatest Punisher movie. And <laughs> he uh, loves him some Warzone. <laughs> you know, but it is, we we talked about it, it was like yeah man because I I like Thomas Jane. But that's a shit fucking movie. Like I hate the first Punisher. Yeah, it's terrible. And uh, but Warzone, I thought Ray Stevenson looks just fucking like Frank Castle. Yeah. Like, and yeah, could the movie have been better? Probably, but like, it's still got some great fucking kills. Yeah. If you don't take it, see, if you have fun with it, it's that's great. the thing is, it's just a fun movie. Like, it's not meant to be taken like too seriously. Like hardcore Punisher fans are just like, get off your high horse. And you know, um, Mick's a real fan because he knew the name of the guy that played Jigsaw because mm-hmm. I know he's been in a bunch of stuff, but I thought he played a fantastic fucking Jigsaw. Some people said it was too cartoony, though. Like, it, it didn't fit the tone of the rest of the movie. Like, the rest of it was super serious, and then you have Jigsaw, which looked like he was straight out of the comics. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, he played it perfect, like, just like how I imagined the dude in the comics because I've read, you know, Punisher's, like, Warzone, especially that that run of Punisher, that's probably one of the only comic book series I have almost all of. Mm-hmm. And I love that storyline, but that's how Jigsaw is in that. Just yeah. the over-the-top fucking gangster like that just went insane because the Punisher did this terrible-ass shit to him. Yeah. And it didn't really bother me. I kind of liked it, but I mean... I thought he did a great job. Uh, yeah. Now, the brother... That that was a little much because there's no Looney Bin Jim in the fucking comics. Like they completely made that up. But like he wasn't like a terrible character, but I felt like him plus Jigsaw kind of made it like over the top. Yeah. But I don't know. War Warzone I thought was pretty good. Right. I would have liked to have seen another Ray Stevenson one. Yeah, but, but then we John Barenthal's I was gonna say guy. John Barenthal is the Punisher. Yeah, I yeah. think I don't want anybody to think that I was shitting on him by any means. That guy is fucking fantastic as the Punisher. Yes. Season two of Daredevil with him. Oh, my God, dude. Right. That might be one of my favorite seasons of any show ever. Yeah. I'm 100% with you. When he runs the fucking gauntlet in prison, dude. Oh, my God, bro. I was like, can they show this? (laughs) He's stabbing motherfuckers through their eyes and shit. Like, it was crazy. 
like yeah, it was like the craziest five minutes of television I've ever seen. It was. It was like you can just cut that and rewatch it over and over. It's so I do great. like yeah. once a week <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. But, um, uh, so yeah, to get back this, to that. What do you like about this movie? Like, like seriously, enlighten me because I couldn't find anything besides the way it looked to really like like about this. I uh, see. I figured you'd be real easy with it. For one, it has mafia in it. Which, okay, you know that's me. It has Tommy guns. Anybody, I have a Tommy gun tattooed on my fucking stomach. Any movie with a Tommy gun in it, I'll watch once, you know. And uh, I, like I said, man, I am a fan of Affleck, bro. Like, I think he, I think he is a good actor. I don't. And uh, <laughs> I'm starting to learn that he's not a good actor. Like I said, I thought I had some great kills in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it drag? Yeah, a little bit. Could have trimmed some fat out of it for sure. And it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was focused. No, like you said, it does kind of get us a little bit over the place. It's like, bit. oh, here's a plot point. Let's like explore this a little bit. Oh, wait, now let's move on to the next thing. Explore. The, oh, wait, let's move on to the next thing. And it's like, come on, man. Like, let's stick. Keep it simple. Stupid. I love the old boy that played his right hand, man. He's been in some stuff. He's mm-hmm. great. I like him in this. Um, and, it, and, it, and I thought it did a good job because like it, it shows you that like, yeah, you could do all this and you can get away for a while. And even though you don't feel like you're the actual bad guy at the end of the day, like he still had to pay for it. You know, he got killed in front of his son and right in his front yard. Like that's brutal, dude. Yeah. And that's a sad end to a shitty life. Like, I mean, yeah, he made all the money and did all that, but like just goes to show that like, you know, when you live that kind of life, there's only a couple ways it ends. Yeah. Rarely ever do you die happy and alone. You know what I'm saying? I've been, um, like I said, I've been watching the Sopranos I'm on. I'm in the middle of season two. Like, I uh, love that you're watching that, dude. That is the greatest thing you've told me. Yeah, like, I'm so. And I'm like super that. into it too. Like it, 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 it's hooked me now. I'm finally hooked. And you I, look, you're starting to do it, bro. Yeah. You're starting to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> this is the one of one of the few times I wish we had video because they saw that would have been footage. That would have been footage right there. Right. Um. But I, but it got me thinking about that. Is like once you get into this life, like there's only a couple ways out. Like. Yeah, and I think James Gandolfini does a fantastic fucking job when he's talk, telling the he's breaking it down to the psychiatrist mm-hmm. because that's probably one of the unspoken greatest things about that show is because I'm sure there has been gangsters that have had to go either whether it's court ordered or whatever that have had to go talk to an intellectual or a civilian about that shit yeah. even though they can't get into specifics about stuff mm-hmm. just the way he tells her like breaks stuff down to her i thought was amazing because yeah. it's like you know because we all all we have off this shit is what we see on tv right exactly and the he kind of made it a real thing like it was like look it's not what you fucking see on tv mm-hmm. he's like he's like we're all trying to get the same dollar like this shit is not it's not a game <laughs> but like I always thought that was the greatest part about the show is when he was breaking down and he's like, there's only three ways this ends for me. Exactly. And that's the thing that Hollywood has done is kind of glorified the life. They make it seem like it's all fun and game, but you can die at any moment. Either die or go to jail for life. Yep. So if, yeah, yeah that's usually how it goes. Yep. Or you snitch <laughs> and then you end up living in fucking Arizona or New Mexico or mm-hmm. wherever under a different name. Mm hmm. But even then, you look because I got I saw that part where um, there was a snitch in mm-hmm. The Sopranos, and then he got put in a uh, protective custody, and he moved him up to Maine. But he's like, 
on alert all the time. He's always scared of who he's going to run into. And so you're always, you're in your own jail. Like you're free, but you're not really free. And then, and then he was the worst one because he was given tours and lectures about how he was a bad motherfucker. And, you know, the federal government helped saved his life and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who did that a lot was Sammy, Sammy Gravano, the guy that snitched on John Gotti. Right. You know, he wrote fucking books and, you know, did all this and ended up going back to prison for other shit. I watched the thing with him. It was a real big interview. He did it right before. It was like he did it like two years before he died. And he went through his whole fucking life and like told him, he's like, look, he's like, I understand what I am. He's like, I know I did what I did. He's like, but ain't nobody out here killed more fucking people than me. <laughs> Had more people killed than me. He goes, People talk about, oh, do you ever worry about somebody coming to kill you? He goes, that motherfucker better be good. <laughs> he goes, because as old as I am, you still got to be a bad motherfucker to get me. Right. So tell me about this, like how historically accurate this is, because you're pretty well, I would like to think pretty well versed in the mafia scene. And I know this is based off a real character. So um, obviously they they. Exaggerated, Chase, yeah. exaggerated some for cinematic, you know, purposes. Right. But the book, it focuses more on him, like running the liquor, like you know, more of the the, oh, one of the, the prohibition. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. and uh, the him trying to get the casino. You know? Yeah. So the thing is, is the uh, their prohibition is going on, but he knows it's going to end soon, so they're going to lose all their business. So he's trying to start another business, which is the casino. But, um, so he finds, who is it? The sheriff or whatever the, the deputy, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what his rank was, but found his daughter, uh, nude photos of her. She's doing heroin or whatever. And he's like, you can have her back if you, you know, what do he say? What do you have to do? He decided over to like legalize gambling in the state. Right. Because they couldn't get the permits. They were having the place built, but they had to wait on the nod from, from the state mm-hmm. before. Because they, if they would open it, they'd get shut down immediately. Exactly. The gaming license is what they need, but they had to get the votes. Oh, oh, oh. He needed permission to kill the KKK guy. That's oh, what that it was. Too, yeah. Yeah. Because won- the good old boys were fucking rooted in there, dude. Yep. So he gets his permission to kill. He'll bring his daughter back. But the thing is, he brings his daughter back and she becomes this like evangelical, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's weird. like. Um, I love the one I love the one line she had though because he's like I appreciate what you're doing you know you know keep doing what you're doing inspire these people but can you not talk about the gambling and she's like we can't pick our sins oh 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 she's like if God comes back and takes gambling out of the Bible and makes it not be a sin I'll stop talking about it I was like damn that's pretty that's pretty good I liked that line yeah that was good the uh, part where the clan dude goes up in there with his hood on and fucking shoots up that store in broad fucking daylight. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like I said, like a lot of brutal, a lot of cool scenes. Like I love that yeah. fucking shootout at the construction, at the casino when they're building it. And he fucking, the old boy comes out with that shotgun and blows the old dude away. Right. And I love whenever they're talking, he takes his gun out and puts it like directly in his chest and unloads a couple. It looked fucking badass. <laughs> like there's a, uh, don't get me wrong. This, the kill scenes are great. There's one where this guy's getting a shave and he's standing behind him and shooting right through his body. Like, fuck. Yeah. That's cold as shit. But they toss old boy off the fucking roof, dude. Oh yeah. His head smashed in the concrete. My favorite was the girl though. Yeah. Is uh whenever she's she like gets old yeah, boy in the parking lot. Takes yeah. the fucking blade out like and slits his throat. I was like, oh shit. 
That's pretty badass. When he so, went home with the girl that nobody had ever seen before. <laughs> yeah, dude. A lot of good kills. Yeah, there are a lot of good kills. I'll give you that. Like, and, oh, uh, and I like the Irish mob boss. He mm-hmm. was a fucking, he was an asshole and he played it very well. What did he say? Something about like. Uh, when he when, when she fucks him over, like the moment she fucks him over, and he puts his arm around her, and he's like, "I'm the one you got." Or I forgot what how he fucking says it, but it's it's just a really good line. But uh, like I said, it's not a perfect movie, and I didn't think of that. But anyways, but yeah, you know, we're gonna stick to the gangster trend, bro. I gotta I gotta keep you going, man. And no, you're like, finding all the gangster movies that I'm missing and wishing I wouldn't have seen. But and uh, you know, it was Affleck, so I had to pick it, dude. <laughs> We're a bad Affleck podcast, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Unofficial Ben Affleck. The unofficial, yeah, president, vice president of the Ben Affleck fan club. I should just start putting pictures of him on, even if it's not his movie, just have a picture of Ben Affleck in the corner. (laughs) Just superimposed on whatever the character is. You didn't know Ben Affleck was in this? Oh, yeah, he's definitely in this. For sure. I can't wait till the day we run out of Ben Affleck movies. Ah, we got a while. (laughs) We got a while. We could do one every week and probably still get out another year out of this. <laughs> That's the sad part. Because uh. I'll go back. We'll do Phantoms. You know what I'm saying? We'll do Phantoms. I haven't bro. seen it. So See, yeah. I'm holding out the good Ben Affleck movies for you, bro. We haven't done Chasing Amy. We haven't done Mallrats. Mm-hmm. Like, these got greats, but he's got hits. Mallrats, he's had such a small part. I don't give a shit. He's in it. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of his movies. Fair. Good Will Hunting, I'm, I'd be down to do a Good Will Hunting. I love that movie. It is a good movie. Fucking Rob Williams shines bright in that movie. Even Matt Damon. And I don't like Matt Damon, man. Yeah, but I feel like he that's like a really good role for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He killed that. That's by far his best fucking right. movie ever. Like, Affleck's good in it, too. <laughs> he is, bro. He is. I'll give you that. But it's a fucking cheeseburger. But he's playing a fucking Jersey guy. Like that's his niche. That's his like. Uh, Watch your mouth. He's playing a Boston guy. Boston. I'm sorry. It's Boston. 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 (laughs) They go to Donks. Get some coffee. Like movies, like movies, like with his. When he does his Boston accent, man, I'd be like, man, I'm ready to move. Like, let's go over there. Go to Fenway. We go to Fenway. Watch the Sox. Watch the Sox rock people. Watch the Celtics and shit. Like, I could be all right. I'm doing everything but football. Like, I couldn't fuck with the Patriots, but like. I was going to say, like, your team is Dallas. So, wouldn't you want to move to Texas where, like, everybody else is doing, apparently? Yeah, man, but it's snowing there right now. And it's like don't... snowing in 49 other states. It's it's snowing and it's so cold that they don't have power. Like, they're doing rolling power blackouts to, like, cons- so the fucking grid doesn't shut down. It's pretty crazy. For real, dude. Prayers out to my wife's family. They live in Kentucky and they've been struggling with it. They got it. They got, don't have it. They have it. They don't have it. Yeah. They're up in the mountains, bro. They're one all those my, people you hear about. One of my good friends, his family lives out there and they're going through it, too. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Whoever thought... One time it actually benefited you to live in Florida, dude. Right. We're always the laughing stock of the states. Yeah, but we're always warm. We're always tropical, bitch. <laughs> right. We gotta that. worry about this shit. Until yeah. a hurricane comes out of left field. Stay warm. <laughs> we will be. Yeah. yeah, but they don't have to worry about hurricanes and shit like that, though. Mm-hmm. But of course, we don't worry about hurricanes either. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all meme. It was like everyone when they hear about a hurricane, it's like shows them boarding up windows and shit. Floridians, it's like a fucking party out in the yard. Right. They don't give a fuck. Because we've lived through so many that it's like oh, we're immune to it. Like if you're going to take us, take us because we were. Bro, getting I used to sit out in my garage and drink and watch that shit. Like raise up the door and just watch that shit, man. It's pretty cool. You're like that dude with the uh, American flag standing in the middle of the fucking <laughs> in the middle of the road in a boxer's. You remember when we did uh, the alligator movie? Yeah, Crawl. Crawl, yeah. Yeah, that's me, man. I, I'm one of those people riding around yeah. in my fucking John boat. You leaving? You bitch. <laughs> Just a little water. But yeah, other than, than hurricanes, Florida's pretty pretty sweet with the i mean the heat sucks but i feel like we're built for that shit now bro yeah if you live here long enough you're gonna get yeah it's the humidity that kills me because i don't mind i was talking to a friend about this um i don't mind i don't mind the heat like i can be hot and be fine it's the fucking humidity that kills me like being covered in sweat like i have a fucking fever baby it's ball soup year round yeah Swamp Pass is the worst. Dude, it's been a beautiful weekend, though, man. They said it was supposed to be all rainy and shit. It's been fantastic. Oh, it's been beautiful outside. Nice and cold, you know, at nighttime and days is nice. I hope it stays this way because we got a trip this weekend. We're going to Fort Myers for our anniversary and a wedding kind of thing. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so hopefully it stays beautiful. You get to so celebrate you throwing your life away by watching somebody else throw their life away, right, man. Exactly. That's amazing, dude. It's your turn now, bitch. It's Go. full circle, bro. That's life right there. <laughs> it is. That's beautiful. Circle of life. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I got a feeling you probably weren't going to love this one. I I was hoping maybe the killing would, would get would get you through. Did you it, it? it didn't. I didn't care about the characters enough to even care about the killing. This like, movie cinematogra- be... Cinematography wise, it looks fucking beautiful. Like, there's a couple yeah. of scenes where the guy's like shooting towards the camera mm-hmm. and to take some people out. I was like, man, that's a really good shot. Too bad it was wasted on this shit fucking movie. Oh, when he pushes the guy down the uh, um the st- the middle of the stairs, oh, shooting shoot. him oh, on the way down. Amazing, I was like, it's such a good shot. Wasted on this fucking shit movie. <laughs> this is a great supercut movie. Oh, like, definitely. Just the kills out of this dude. It's fantastic. Hundred percent. Somebody sh- needs to make that. The shootout at the fucking end in the hotel. I love that fucking scene. It's man. a great action scene. I will not take the action scenes away from this movie because they did a great job. I just wish. Ben Affleck would have made better with the script. Yeah, the dialogue definitely suffers the most, I think, out of all this, for sure. But, and then like you said, if you maybe took a couple of the plot threads out, yeah, just, just focused focus, on one thing. Exactly. Focus on the KKK. Focus on him going to jail. Focus on the prohibition. Uh, focus on his relationship with the second girl or the first girl. Like, focus on something. Stop trying to do everything. I thought she did a good job, though. No, no, no. So I thought both that's, the girls did That's another thing job. I wanted to say is, like, the acting is pretty good. Aside from Ben Affleck, I felt like he phoned it in. He doesn't feel like a gangster to me. He he's just feels pain. like... You, he just looks like a guy who doesn't want to be there. Right. Exactly. Like, he's li- like, it literally looks like he's he has to take a shit when he's saying half his lines. There's a, like, there, it's paining him to do this. Right. And there's one time he's supposed to be threatening. He takes out his gun and puts it on the table, and it's like... That was the most least threatening thing you've ever done. Like you didn't feel, I didn't feel like he should be scared. Like if you do it the right way. Yeah. And he did not. <laughs> this is for you, you know, like you can do it right. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's, like I said, man, I feel like this movie suffered a lot because of one timing. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm pretty sure it came out 
at Christmas time with like a fucking Star Wars movie or something. Probably, yeah. And it, it got buried at the box office, like you said. And then, like I said, I think Warner Brothers, because Ben Affleck was cashing in hard at this time. He had just done Batman vs. Superman. You know, um, he had Argo a couple of years, the town before that. Like, mm-hmm. had some hits. Yeah. And Warner Brothers was like, yo, you're a man right now, Affleck. Keep keep this fucking train going, dude. Yep. And he uh, pretty much killed his career after this one. Because he hasn't, other than Batman, he doesn't have a whole lot going on. Oh, what? Now? Ben Affleck, yeah. Oh, he's not even doing Batman, man. All that shit. I've heard he only came back for like a day's worth of shooting for, really? this, for the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Not even, maybe. Because I think he did that thing with Jared Leto. But other than that, I don't think he had to do anything new. Ooh, speaking of. Well, let's put a pin in that. Right. Jared Leto. Let's finish up. Because I don't have anything else to say about this movie. Is there yeah. anything you want to touch on? No, I was just going to say, uh, you know, the mob comes down there and tries to pretty much bully him out. Yeah. And he has the fucking epic shootout. You think he's done. Think he's about to get whacked. And he just fucking goes off and ends up taking up, like, almost an entire mafia family by himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Has a cool, cold-ass line to the boss. Kills him, kills his fucking son. And then he goes to live off happily ever after, you know, off in the, off in, you know, the cut. Mm-hmm. They find him, and they fucking kill him. Right. Like I said, I think it's, it's really like, he really wanted to nail home the idea, like, if you do this, it's not going to end well. Yeah. You can run, but eventually they're going to catch up. Right. So, what are you going to give this? I give it a highly not recommended. Like, do not waste your time watching this fucking movie at all. Unless there's a super cut? No, not even. I mean, okay, if you go online and you find, like, um, a super cut of all the kills, fine. Watch that. This is a shorter Godfather 3. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Kills, great. Plot, not so much. All right. I still haven't watched the Coda yet. Didn't your uh didn't you say your wife bought it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have to look. Yeah, she said she was gonna get it or did get it. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Maybe they didn't have it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll get you one. Oh, I'm not that worried about it. Honestly, I really had it on my list because I was gonna get it for you. Mm. <laughs> but um I got so many movies that I've bought. Mm-hmm. Word of the Hall. Doing it tonight. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I swear to God I'm doing it tonight, dude. It's going to be the biggest you're not. Hall. You're not allowed to say Hall on this fucking podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to not be part of the collector anymore. I'm about to just call you Nick. You are Nick. <laughs> <sighs> Nick, previously known as part of the collector. It's only been three months, man. It's only been three months. Dude, like, if you think about it, if it was not for this podcast, bro, I wouldn't be doing shit. Like, I had two podcasts and a, and a YouTube channel three months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm down to you, bro. Yeah. It's just you and me, dog. I'm surprised you're as consistent as you are with me. Well, I tell you, the big, the big, the reason why I keep up with this is because of you. Yeah. Like, you do a good job of, of, you know, taking care of me. Yeah. Like, I just All show you up. have to do is show up. Literally, I do everything. I show else. up. I show up. I do my thing, and I go home. You right. are. You are definitely the talent. <laughs> like, people don't quite. I would hope people don't question that, man. 
Like, if you love this podcast, 95% of it is because of Greg. Well, like you said, I'm the steak, you're the sizzle. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm funny to hear every now and then, but Greg is what makes this shit work. Um, it would be a terrible sounding podcast if I ran it because I'd be doing it through a boot box, boom box, or like I mean, a all you have to go machine. is listen to Z Weezy and Par and you just know what it sounds Yeah, that's my production. It's raw, baby. It's, <laughs> it's like very, very raw, like a Wu Tang mixtape. <laughs> I was actually uh, talking to Mick. We were messaging back and forth. I'm like, you know what I really want to do, but I don't want to take Nick's thunder is like me and um, me and Mick like to collect things. We're collectors. And I was like, what if we just like started our own thing where we talked about collecting? I'm like, man, that's like derivative <laughs> of fucking Nick's thing. <laughs> Try to poach my shit, bro. But at this point, it doesn't even matter. It's not yours anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm definitely dropping that shit tonight, bro. Mm. You stay fucking tuned, dude. I'll hold my breath. Yeah, yeah, you do that. And when you breathe out, it's going to be fantastic because I got the biggest fucking haul any of y'all have ever seen. I'm fucking ready. If it's a 25-minute po- episode, you got to watch the whole thing, man. I always watch all your whole, the whole haul. That, that's awesome, bro. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you no that. problem. Because I have such great shit I buy. It's such a great deal. Yeah. I think that's why I'm the goat of collecting. Not because of my collection, because I've seen other people's collections yeah. that have more volume, more shit than I do. But it's the price I get that for. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are paying top crazy fucking money for some of this shit. Yeah, because you talk about how you pay like 25 cent or something, or you're like haggling for a deal. Like, I think it's a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah, when I had motivation, man, that was a really good concept. Mm-hmm. So... Just got to get back on it, man. 2021, new par, new yeah. year, you know what I mean? Speaking of motivation, like, I've been going out, like, I got the home gym, and you'd think that would make it easier to work out, but it's actually harder. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I can go whenever. Yeah, exactly. I just don't have to go right now, you know? And I just, I've been going out there every once in a while, but I don't have the same, like, passion that I did, like, a year ago. Yeah. It sucks, but I'm trying to get back into it. Because I love lifting weights. It's just, I don't know. The wife said I had, like, uh, seasonal depression. Yeah, because <laughs> of the cold weather and everything, just fucked my mood up. Well, that's the great thing about it, man. You got a good solid six months before we get back to cold weather again. Yeah, all right. So, should be able to get back into it. Mm-hmm. When so, it gets hotter, dude, that's when you're gonna have trouble. Yeah, I got me a little fan ready for that shit, cause because that garage, any garage, can get hotter. It gets hot while. as fuck. Yeah, hot as balls. Um, so do you have you? Let's put a pen. Where Jared Leto? Let's uh, talk about something. Back like, out. Pull the pen back out. Yeah. Did you watch and see Jared Leto in, in the, trailer. the trailer? Of course I did. What do you think? It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I feel like if anything else, people are just gonna watch it just for the nightmare sequence. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to know how much it is, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, because they said it's not a lot. It's just one, you know, one little bit, mm-hmm. but. It looks like they go, I mean, they have to obviously have a big part about it because you're supposed to see the whole evil Superman saga in this is what they made it seem like. Like it goes through the nightmare, the whole nightmare sequence, like, and Batman is like the only fucking one left. And that's what, that's what I missed out on the first one is like, I understand the dream sequences, Mm -hmm. but they weren't utilized properly and they didn't like add to the story, but I saw what he was going for. And that's the thing. That's why everybody wanted to see this so bad was because he set it up so good 
I thought in Batman vs Superman, everybody bitched about it at the time, like, oh, this makes no fucking sense, and he's just teasing us with shit, and like, this was supposed to pay off. This was supposed to be two fucking movies, mm-hmm. or three movies, something like that. Yeah, and you know, this one was supposed to end at a, on a on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, we don't know if the guy guys are gonna the good guys are gonna win or not. And then part two was supposed to be the, you know, the coup de gras, right? You know, where everything comes full circle. Mm-hmm. He said that Zack Snyder said that, like, you know, he did the best he could to wrap it, but still leave it with like a, hey, if they ever decide to let me do it, it's there to do. Yeah, I think this is one of the full. full well, besides like Sucker Punch, that he's getting like full reins, full uh, creative control. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what he does because I really, really like Zack Snyder. I think he's. I'm excited for that Army of the Dead that he's doing for Netflix. It's got a good cast, too. He said that's like, what did he say about that? It's one of his favorite movies that he's made, I think. Something yeah. along those well, lines. Well, Dawn of the Dead was the first movie he made. And it was so good. Yeah. It it doesn't feel like a Zack Snyder movie, either. You know, it's kind of funny. It's like he kind of restarted the zombie trend. He did. That and Shaun of the Dead, honestly, did. Mm-hmm. And then Walking Dead came and all that other shit. But uh, he kind of brought it back. And it, it's... It's one of my favorite zombie movies. Like, I don't like a ton of them. Mm, same. But it's one of the ones I do enjoy. Shaun of the Dead is just fucking funny. Zombieland. And Zombieland. And two, I fucking love Zombieland, too. I, it was <laughs> I don't love it, but it's funny. I thought it was hilarious. Really? I thought it was just as funny as the first one. <laughs> I really did. Um, speaking of comedies, I watched a comedy yesterday. What'd you watch? Psycho Goreman. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I know. A lot of people haven't. So... I'm I want because you're always asking for comedies yeah. and uh, I want to watch this one with you on the podcast. So whenever we get around to it, we're going to watch Psycho Goreman and I'm excited. All right. So this interdimensional being, he's like a conqueror of worlds. He gets stranded, not stranded on Earth, but this girl like resurrects him and he's controlled by the stone. But this bratty little girl is the one that finds the stone and like controls this fucking like destruction alien and he has to listen to everything she says and it's probably the funniest thing i've seen in a long time really yeah i do like the premise for it It does. yeah because he's trying to be like super serious and die he's like i will fucking destroy you and she's like shut up go sit down and then he goes and sits down it's fucking it's it's the most hilarious concept is it like older or is it newer it just came out really yeah who plays the the thing the you know what i'm not even sure i didn't even look that up but he does such a good job whoever he is that feels like a dave bautista role or something yeah it does it it has bautista or cena whatever you know Um, what who does he play in uh guardians what's his name drax it does feel like a drax character it really does drax the destroyer matthew Ninber? Mm. Ninber? He's probably a wrestler or something. Mm? He's not like a big guy or anything? No, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's huge in the movie. I don't know how uh, how it translates like from reality, but it's fucking hilarious. And I hope you get a kick out of it like I do. Like I did anyway. Yeah, man. It sounds like a watch. Shad- sounds like a watch. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it got me thinking, like, it's really gory, too. Like, really gory. They go for it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't sugarcoat the shit at all? No, not at all. Huh. Yeah, I, I could get a kick out of that. Hell yeah. Yeah, because my brother, uh, 
we were talking on Facebook. He's like, I kind of want to see this movie. I'm like, dude, if you come over, I'll rent it and we'll watch it together. And that's what we did yesterday. It was a good time. Hell yeah, dude. Get to hang out with the bro. Watch a funny movie. Oh yeah. It's always a good time. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I took my son to see The Croods on Friday. It was fucking good, man. Really? The Croods too. You know, I was going to say, I didn't really care for the first one. It was eh. I never saw the first one. Honestly, I started to watch it, but I was like, this is so like middle of the road animated comedy. When I heard, when I heard, uh, who the cast and everything, I was just like, wow, Nick Cage, Ryan Reynolds, holy shit. This mm-hmm. is, Peter Dinklage was in this one. Um, Leslie Mann was in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, I gotta watch this. And I seen a preview while I was at work and it was on TV. I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of funny. So it was good. Yeah, I mean, for a kid, you know what I'm saying? It's a kid's movie. Right. Me and my son laughed our ass off. I mean, I'm a fucking child, too. So <laughs> I get why I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we both enjoyed the shit out of it, man. And it just felt good to go to a movie, bro. I know. I've been kind of putting it off, but it it's would like be been nice. a year and a half, bro. Like, it was really not that bad, dude. Mm-hmm. I had the place to myself. Nice. Me and him were the only people there. Oh, isn't that the best? Oh, it was fucking fantastic. That's how I watched that Hatchet movie. We pulled out of the death box. Oh, wow. Well, I know why well, that bitch was empty. I watched Hatchet 2. This I is, that was the first time I saw this. This was one. years before COVID. There was no excuse for there nobody to be in exactly. that movie. Exactly. And it was opening day, too. Yeah, it just felt so good, bro, to get the popcorn and, and to get the drink and sit down in the recliners and mm-hmm. watch it on a big screen, man. It, I mean, uh, it was a cartoon. Would I have liked to have seen something crazier, bigger, better? For sure. But it just felt good to do it, man. Yeah. Right. And I got to be with my son and did it. And it right. just felt really good, man. It felt like, felt like good times again. Right. There's just something about the, the atmosphere of a theater that's nice to like people like you and I. And I think I'm gonna, most people. I'm going to take my son to see that Tom and Jerry movie when it comes out at the end of the month. Oh, my God. I love Tom and Jerry when I was a kid. I did, too, but I don't want to. I don't know. I'm oh, shit, man. Me and my son will still watch that shit together. Like, <laughs> I get a kick out of it, man. Make, but Tom and Jerry was my favorite cartoon when I was a kid. Them and the Looney Tunes, man. Like, that was my shit when I was a little kid, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember Tiny Tunes? Mm-hmm. I fucked with Tiny Tunes and Bobby's World, all that shit, man. Like, I fucking love that. Bobby's World. Dude, Howie Mandel is a treasure. Right. He really is. <laughs> and uh, Underwater fish don't stink. I sing that all the fucking time. <laughs> Oh, how you doing, no channel? <laughs> um, another one that I watched was uh the Kid Detective. Kid Detective. Yeah, it's another like Harriet. Hmm? Harriet the Spy. No, what? No, that's the name of the movie. The oh. Kid Detective. Oh, 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 Harriet the Spy. <laughs> you remember that movie? I right? remember when you used to, when we used to be able to buy those Nickelodeon movies, and they were always orange. Yeah, the I don't Rugrats know. movie was orange. It was fucking orange. Green Burger was I, orange. That was so cool. I watched Good Burger with my kids the other day. Really? Man. It's still funny. Does it shit. hold up? Oh, no, I mean, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> but like, it's still funny, though. Right. Yeah, it just makes you wonder, uh, like, you know why him and Kel and Keenan don't chill anymore. Like, you can tell by the time they did that movie that Keenan was like, I don't want to see you anymore. I've been, we've been together every day for, like, eight years, bro. I don't want to fucking know you anymore. Like... <laughs> Like the way he's acting in the movie, it's just like, wow, y'all are so great at making each other seem like you hate each other. Because Kel seems like one of those guys that, like, he was just happy to be there. Right. He's like, happy that he was getting a check. And he's his very character, Jason Muse. Right. And his <laughs> and his, uh, his characters were the fun ones. Right. He didn't have to play the straight man. You know, like, Kevin Smith likes playing the straight man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Keenan, you could tell Keenan did not like to be that guy, but he kind of had to be that guy. 
because they were like, well, this guy's fucking slapsticky as shit. So somebody's got to do the other part. Um, I was watching something about uh, Jonah Hill. He kind of went through that transition where he was like the fat, funny guy. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted to be like into more serious roles. And I was listening to him on interviews and this guy's like a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They say Jonah Hill's a motherfucker to work with. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to do comedies anymore, even uh, though that's where his fucking he got his start. And don't get me wrong. He's a great actor like Moneyball and Wolf of Wall Street. He shows he has talent. Well, he's got range. Yeah. But don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. Like if you're known for comedy, like he's I don't one know. of those people that like you could tell like he let the his bad experiences get the best of him. Yeah. Like when he was on his way up, like he didn't he it's good to remember. Mm-hmm. That way you can, you know, you know, I don't know. Appreciate where you came from. Right. But also like you're not supposed to turn around and do it just to other people just because that's how they did you. Yeah, like exactly. Um, he seems like he's very scorned by it, and he wants everybody to know that, like, y'all tried to stop me, but, like, I fucking got through anyways, <laughs> and now y'all are going to fucking pay for this. Yeah, you shouldn't be so vindictive. But it was just funny because, like, these interviewers were trying to, like, joke around with him, like, and be funny. He's like, can you ask me some serious questions that aren't dumb? Yeah, I saw or, that one. And I was like, like sitting like, in a fucking office chair, like a swivel chair. Yeah. Yeah, I see that one. <laughs> you got any questions that are smart? <laughs> I yeah. was like, okay, be a dick. Anyway. It just made me think of that transition of him too, but um, yeah, because I mean, for a, for a, a little bit there, he was trying to do them serious movies, yeah, and they were sucked like. for the most part. They do. I don't. I don't really care for them. Besides, like the two that I mentioned, like Moneyball and Wolf of Wall Street, and yeah. I think he did. Oh, War Dogs was pretty good, but that's I like, like War Dogs, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's it kind of got some comedy in it too. Um, but yeah, I, speaking of, that's kind of an underrated movie. Like, war dogs. People do not talk about war dogs. I think it's pretty great. I I, th- I like it too, and it's Todd Phillips. Yeah. And I mean, I think Todd Phillips makes great fucking movies. Right. He can make serious movies, or he can make fucking comedy. Like I think he does real good. Mm-hmm. He gave us the Hangover. He's in the Hall of Fame. And he did Joker, bro. Yeah. I think when everybody heard he was going to be the guy directing Joker, he was. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" The guy that did the hang, old school. Yeah. That's who's doing Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Wow. And then, I mean, shit. The and movie then made like, fucking killed it. That movie made like a billion. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar. Yeah. It's great. I own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Me too. Of course. <laughs> I bought that. Um, but anyway. Oh, I was just saying, like, I watched this movie, The Kid Detective. Uh, shout out to, not that they need our shout out because they're bigger than us, but Red Letter Media. Oh yeah, and they were talking about it. This guy, he was, he was obsessed with being a detective as a kid. So he'd like take these like little detective things when he was a kid. But then he gets older, and he actually gets like a real case. And I don't know, it's like dark humor. Right. I might put that on your list too. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, dude, uh, shout out to Mick, man. Like, we need to fucking holler at him, dude. Uh, we Masker's making a new movie. Yeah, I wanted my fucking cameo, bro. We gotta do. We gotta get in that. Just throw me in there, bro. Fucking, I'm in moving scenery. I don't need any lines, man. I hey, just want to be in a movie. Yeah, hit them up. I'm sure they'd be happy to put you in there, like as an extra. Fuck that. We. I want both we, of us I in there. Be in the fucking movie. Come on, man. <laughs> we gotta be in there together. Like, you gotta be. It's like Jay and Silent Bob. Really, we gotta both be in there. Uh, man. All right, fine. I'll hit make up and see if he has a dual, <laughs> a dual cameo. Yeah, bro, we could just be like fucking, 
I don't know, play rock, paper, scissors or some shit. I don't care, man. Bouncers at a club or something. Something, man. Fucking bartender. I don't give a shit. I'll be a jizz mopper in the movie. I don't care. <laughs> I could be the guy mopping up and you're the guy beating off in the booth. I don't care, dude. Like, I just want to be in the movie. Right. <laughs> just want to be in it. <laughs> All right, I'll hit him up. Save it up before I died. I was in a movie. Five seconds. It was beautiful. I should have got an Oscar for that shit. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, but to do Mortal Kombat looks fucking oh crazy Oh my god, too, thank you bro. for bringing that up. I knew there was something else I wanted to talk about. Fucking Mortal Kombat came out with their trailer. And it looks and like it, they're trying. Like, yeah. they're actually trying. Like, they're going to try to give it somewhat of a plot. And, like, I don't know, man. Well, like I was telling, my, me and my brother were talking about this. So, they have a character in there that's not in the games. What's his name? Cole. Yeah, some boring-ass character. I don't want this to be, like, the Godzilla movie. Right. Where it's, like, 90%... Of this Cole character that's not doing anything, and then you get like 15, 20 minutes of like the Mortal Kombat. It looked like there was some other motherfuckers getting it on, dude. That Sub Zero versus Scorpion fight oh, looks fucking sick. What? It looked like a couple characters you hadn't seen either, too. Uh, Noob Sabat. Look, it looked like Noob Sabat because it was mm-hmm. the Cyrax with um mm-hmm. the, the clouds. I was like, oh fuck yeah, old boy with the forearms, Gorgon or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. I love that guy. Jax. It shows how Jax oh, gets his fucking his arms, bro. It looks so cool. It freezes his fucking arms and off. Just rips him off, and then he comes back with his cyborg <laughs> arms. Shit looks so. And Sonya Blade goes against uh the one eye guy. I can't ever think of his fucking name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's talking about yeah. Um. Kano. Yeah. And then you got uh, Luke Kang and that bitch turning mm. into a fire dragon. I was like, what? Yeah. It's going to be awesome, bro. I, I, I really want it to be. I want it just to be dumb fun. Like, don't get too caught up in the plot. I think it will be. And I think that the Cole guy is going to be Johnny Cage. Like, I think that's what Johnny Cage's real name is. You think so? Because I think Johnny Cage is going to be, like, his stage name. Because that's what a lot of people were saying. They're like, they put all these characters, but they don't put Johnny Cage. And he's, like, one of the main... That's well, actually I mean, a good little theory. It's a young white guy. Like, it's kind of like an origin movie. But at the same time, you're still showing everybody the meat. Well, I thought he was going to be, like, Liu Kang. But then it showed Liu Kang. Well, I'm like, I guess Right. Not. Well, I mean, I was like, dude, if they fucking didn't put a, an Oriental guy as Liu <laughs> Kang, they're going to get shit on hard. Right. It's going to be fucking whatchamacallit all over again. Oh, Shang Tsung looks fucking sick, too. Oh, dude, that guy's great, man. Uh, the, the whole thing. Raiden. The whole thing looks fucking amazing, bro. It does. They didn't look like they fucking pulled any expense yeah. on how this movie's going to look. But then me and my brother were talking about, like, we want this, like, the dumb action. Just show all the characters, fatalities. Mm-hmm. Just give us the fucking popcorn. Give us oh, give us like the fast gonna, food of movies. It definitely looks like you're going to get some fatalities in this one. <laughs> right. But we also were kind of disappointed. Did you ever see the uh, the Mortal Kombat like YouTube thing that somebody made where it was like uh, Mortal Kombat based in like real life? Like uh-huh. it was like a drama series, but it was like a short teaser. Uh-huh. Like this is what they wanted to make, but right. it never got off the ground. We're like, Fuck, we wanted to see that. I though. think I have seen that. You, I'm sure you have. It, it looks like, a, like it's like a little five minute scene. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I think but I it looks intense that. as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him wanted that so bad. They did that with Dragon Ball Z too. Yeah. That one looked pretty dope. They had like acrylic and a cell and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be good. So I kind of message you about this. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. Right. But the movie finally came out. Yeah. Oh, Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. Willie's Wonderland Willy's came Wonderland. out. So. I definitely want to do that. I should be able to. Uh, I mentioned it for a second 
to my wife the other day, and she mm-hmm. said that she didn't care. Um, so yeah, as long as nothing comes up before then, I, I we should be able to do that, no problem. Okay, cool. So because we're going on the trip Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so we're going to be gone. I don't want to try to squeeze. I don't want to squeeze in two movies one week. I want to get away from that. So right. hopefully. Next week we can get together. I'll rent Willy's Wonderland. We'll watch it together, and then we'll come in here and talk about what we just fucking saw. It's gonna be fantastic because it looks ridiculous. Yeah. I showed it to my brother. I'm like, "Have you seen this?" He's like, "No." As soon when as I, I saw this, I said, "Oh God, God, Greg's got to see this yes, fucking thing." I'm 100 percent into it. It's Nick Cage, obscure Nick Cage at its best. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be fucking ridiculous. I hope so. I already. It's just the trailer. I was like, "Oh wow." Yeah, when he's killing fucking animatronics with a pool stick, like. Stabbing the yes. fucking shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be different. Mm-hmm. You get one thing you say about Nick Cage. You can check, you can you can say, God, this guy can't pick a movie to save his fucking life now. But like, hey, he's paying the bills, man. right? <laughs> and he doesn't do the same movie twice. Like, you can't say that. Like, well, except for like you know sequels, but shit. He's, More power to him. Fuck him. He's I think he's the- like you know. At least he's tried something different. Like. You know, exactly a lot of I ain't these, heard that in, I ain't heard that before I'll do that one it's um a lot of these older actors go for these like easy roles like these rom-coms or like soft comedies or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah it's fucking but he's just going for the fences like he's like sounds weird enough I can fucking do it you're gonna pay me two million dollars to star in this fucking shit box yeah fuck it I'll do it yeah I was young once high fives the 25 year old director <laughs> like fuck it dude did you ever see the mom and dad no, I want to though. That one looks that crazy. That one's ridiculous. That where the uh, parents turn on their kids trying to kill them. So these kids are trying to get away from Nick Cage trying to kill them. It's ridiculous. I I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it looked insane, dude. It is pretty insane. Some of the, a lot of the ones he does, man, that he's done in the last like five years. Yep. There's Actually. one that I wanted to see, and I think we talked about it. Uh, Mandy. I'm just gonna fucking buy the Steel Book off Amazon and watch it because I want Steel Book. Yes. Oh god. Is that the one where his daughter's a zombie? Not a zombie. I'm or not is sure. Where's that the one Schwarzenegger was in? Because I heard there was one where he he was a uh, Maggie. Maggie, yeah, yeah, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and like his daughter was a zombie or some shit. Oh, really? I think hmm. that's what it was. So weird. Yeah, it didn't look interesting, so I didn't bother. No, but uh, <laughs> oh, there was another one Nick Cage movie movie I wanted to see where he plays like a bad guy. Like a, he's got this huge mustache. He's wearing the aviators like the whole movie. And he's like a, got like a Brooklyn accent and shit. Like he's supposed to be like a, he owns like a strip joint or something. Like it looked terrible, but like I want to see it. Speaking of, I, uh, I, it's funny how I can like picture that in my head so easily. But I was, I was curious about all the Nick Cage movies and I went on Voodoo and I went to like, cause you can go to the actors page and it pulls up all their movies. My wife walks in the room. She's like, why the fuck is Voodoo full of so many Nick Cage movies? <laughs> like, she was so offended. But he's done so many movies. It's insane, dude. Yeah. He, I, I, I can not imagine how much money he owes the IRS. Because like, <laughs> they say that's why he does all these fucking movies. Really? Yeah, yeah they said that, like, it's an ungodly amount of money he had to pay back the IRS. Speaking of, I was thinking about this the other day. Thank you for reminding me. So I was thinking about something the other day. What's up? So in the past like couple of years, a website has taken off. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans. Where people are girls mostly are using this to like sell pictures of their bodies. Do what you want. I'm Videos, fine with it. You know, whatever. More power to you. 
I was thinking about how many of these people probably don't pay taxes on that shit. I think it's only after a certain amount you got to pay them. Yeah. And then I was thinking, like, could you imagine doing, like, not you, but, like, a person doing OnlyFans, making all this money, and then, like, years down the road, they get audited, and they have to pay all these back taxes. And they're like, what do you have to pay these taxes for? Oh, fucking OnlyFans, porn thing I did back in the day. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Me and my wife talked about it. Do it. Like, taking our faces out of it and just, like, fucking. That's what most, I, I don't know. I've never paid for it, but I'm assuming that's what most people do. They just hide their faces and... And you know, that's another one. Like, you know, I've seen one where, like, like chicks be jerking dudes off with their feet and shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like fuck, babe, you could do that to me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's, like, yeah, I, I tell girls all the time, like, if you want easy money, just do foot, like, foot stuff. Like, you don't even have to get naked. There's plenty of weirdos out there that'll just pay for pictures of your feet. I know, it's insane. Yeah. It's such an easy market to get into, and you don't even have to do anything. People see your feet anyway. Like, yeah, if you can make I mean, money off of it. Yeah, being a woman, I feel like it's a little bit easier. I feel like my feet are body. feminine enough. I could get away with it. See, like, that's the thing, though, man. Like, I'm sure there are dudes out there that want to see other dudes dip their feet and shit. Like, <laughs> right. mean, different strokes for different folks. Right. Not hating on it. No, Just, no. Uh, it's different, you know. Make your paper. Exactly. You know, I, I think it takes entrepreneurship to another thing because, mm-hmm. like, you're making money literally off of what you were given. Yeah. You know? And that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, God, like, how low do you have to be to like just I think make money off of your body? But I'm like, you were given a gift. Why not show it off? I honestly think it just has to do with where you're well, like, how you feel morally. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause some people feel like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's damn near prostitution. It's not, not really. I mean, yeah. If you're, if that's what your content is, is a different random guy coming and fucking the shit out of you on camera every week. Then yeah. That's but even little... still, it's like your prerogative. If a no, girl I wants mean, to I'm, be a, pro- yeah. a prostitute, then more power to you as long as you're being safe. Oh, I'm sure there's people out there that are paying weekly, monthly to see that shit. Yeah, exactly. The one dude, uh, he's on TikTok, man. He said he was making him and his girl make $5,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of OnlyFans. I, I talked to my wife about it. She's not into it, but, you know. Seven bucks is all the membership is. Like, is that the lowest tier or something? I, I think so. But to see all their content for a month for $7, some people will pay that every dime. Yeah. Especially if it's a good-looking chick. Right. Or you got, like, a massive cock that you, know, you pound somebody with. People will <laughs> tune in for that shit, exactly. dude. Yeah. Everybody wants to see somebody naked. Yeah, I think that is... I think OnlyFans, Uber, and fucking Bitcoin are like the three biggest, best hustles I've seen over the last couple of years. Oh, Bitcoin's blowing up right now. The fucking Uber, dude. God, it took taxi and like took it to the next one. Well, also with the pandemic and everything, it's kind of yeah. blown up even more so. Yeah. With the uh, DoorDash too. Oh, people needing jobs, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's insane. Like, just... How much money these people have made off of that? I oh, wish yeah. I'd have bought into Lysol. Fucking had a crystal ball, bro. <laughs> Gone back a year ago and bought fucking. My wife worked with a guy that spent two grand on stock on Lysol right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Turned into $28,000 in a month. Yep. My brother yeah. was telling me that there was a guy that started working out with him and he started playing the stock market and then quit because he was making so much money playing stocks. It's just such a gamble, bro. Oh, it's all it is. It's gambling. It's really but it there's like a there's a way to do it to like almost guarantee that you make money. You just have to be smart about it. Right. And it and it becomes a job. Like yeah. you have to keep a check on it all day. 
that is your job, like literally checking this fucking screen every 10 minutes. Exactly. That's, you're just watching stocks all day. Yeah, that sounds depressing as fuck. <laughs> Some people just... I know, mean, if you're doing not, it and you're good at it, I'm not saying do that shit. But yeah, exactly. I got other shit going on. I ain't <laughs> right, I don't have time to just sit here and watch stocks. And because you watch movies like Wolf of Wall Street, The Big Short, like I never would feel good about giving a st- getting a stockbroker or anything like that. Because <laughs> they're just going to fuck you. Fuck your money up, man. Yeah, even with the uh, apps, too, Robinhood is doing the same thing. Because of the whole GameStop thing, they started like freezing people's accounts so they couldn't mm-hmm. buy stocks or whatever. So you can't even trust the apps. That's good. That is so cool, though, how they fucking, how they fuck those rich people, though. Hell yeah. I wish we could do that with every big corporation. I know. I, th- I saw this thing online, like, everyone's upset about poor people working the system, but rich people do it every day and you don't think anything of it. Yeah, I saw that one too, and it's the truth. It is. because the fucking elite didn't get their taste. Right, they got fucked over is. and now they're all mad about it. Yeah, welcome to us every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, get a taste. I love stories like that where the little guy gets to give the big fuck you to the, to the big guy. Yeah, the fucking underdogs. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think, you know, uh, it's weird to me. Do you notice, like, how much people in this country love a fucking underdog story right we're the biggest powerhouse in the fucking world right. you ever you we, know just, we need to stop winning so much we need like we win so much and we have so much that like being at a disadvantage is 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 what 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 drives our curiosity like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we live like such kings we admire those people that come from nothing and especially like you love those stories you talk about it all the time you love those people that like were born with nothing and then make themselves even if they're fucking piece of shit it's like i mean it still had to get there right you know and i can respect the, the mm-hmm. hustle like sometimes you start off with good intentions but like by the end of it you know you got there you got to the finish line one way or the other <laughs> <laughs> you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself. I was going to say it, but I, I was like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> but yes, it's exactly it was right on the tip of your exactly tongue. what it is, bro. Yep. The Dark Knight still influencing us today. I had some of the best dialogue. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, Mick talked about that for about 20 minutes the other day. Yeah, Nick is Nick is dangerous when you answer the phone. Because you got to be prepared. You got to have like at least an hour put away to talk to him. Like, I love Nick to death, but that motherfucker loves to talk. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, shit. So do we. That's why. We oh do yeah, this. exactly. But yeah, he really wants to do that that uh, that double episode. We are. We're gonna get together. We're all gonna head over to his place, and I'm interested to see it. I um, I think it'll be uh, definitely be a badass episode. Mm-hmm. He said, if we ever do a true romance, he's got to be on for that. I'm down. He would definitely be a good. I'm gonna keep his fucking ass on track, though. Motherfucker loves to get off off topic. Hey man, that's what's great about it though. Yeah, the Mick episodes like we we always <laughs> we pick the topic and then we just go off the rails. Yeah, we pick a topic and then don't talk about it the whole time. <laughs> well, you have to have something to title it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> that's why I just call it Mick Sawyer because it's just a, a, a blender of Mick Sawyer again. Again, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, that's a great title. I love I love just fucking talking to him though. He's such like the IMDb. Mm-hmm. Like that motherfucker is like full of knowledge. He's just like me with that shit. He's a fucking walking. yeah. That's why I wanted to get you guys together because you guys like I can't even have a word in because you guys are going at it so hard. Sometimes the stuff, sometimes the shit he drops on me about movies that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, bro, that is crazy. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to Mick, man. 
Right. We'll get that going. We'll get them on. Because I want to do True Romance. I watched it recently and I'm like, I love this movie so, so fucking, fucking much. So fucking good, dude. Like every time I watch it, I like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we, we'll get together and do the, the Watchmen episode. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch the show? He wants to talk about the show, but nobody's seen it except him. It's because I don't have HBO Max yet. Are you waiting for the Snyder Cut? Yeah, bro. I'm not paying for a month if I don't need it. Uh, you could just watch Sopranos again like I'm doing. I own them all. Oh, right. You do. You did say that, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you know what else I'm watching for fucking... Because I'll be in my room or I'll be in the living room like, I'm not in the mood to watch Sopranos. I want something easy that I don't have to pay attention to. I don't really want to watch a movie. Mm. So I've been putting on True Blood. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. So I put it on the other day and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Like, let's see where this goes. Did you watch it when it was on? No, I've never seen it. Oh man, I hated it. Did you hate it? I never watched a single episode. It came on before the show I watched on HBO at the time. Mm-hmm. Forgot what it was. I want to say it was like fucking Entourage or Ballers or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I watched it and I was just like, oh, this fucking sucks. I mean, it's vampires and sex. It's basically like... Like gay vampires. Like, <laughs> gay, like uh, I don't know. And it was at the height of all the Twilight it and was. all the shit. And I was just so but over I don't feel, vampires. I don't feel like it's as cheesy as Twilight. Like Twilight's, It looked cheesy as a motherfucker. I mean, it has its moments, but it's not like sparkly vampire cheesy. It, I, I'm sorry. Like, I get it. They're dead and they're, they're, they're old and shit. But like, why did they always pale them the fuck out, yeah. dude? The guy, that's all I remember about that show is how much him and old boy, how much him and Batman look like fucking just powder faces, dude. Like, pale face powder gang. Pale face powder gang. <laughs> what the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not a big fan. And then I saw like later on in the seasons, because like I said, I'd always see the preview for the, like the next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My show was getting ready to come on. And then they started, they started throwing witches and fucking, uh, what was it, werewolves and everything. I was like, you motherfuckers, dude. Y'all are just doing anything to keep this shit going on. It's like zombies and shit in there. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. Dude? I don't know why I'm into it. It's just something to watch while I while I am bored, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if my wife ever watched it or not, but I didn't All like my it. friends love it. It's like their favorite show, so. I mean, I'm not hating. No, I'm just, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. I want to I wanna start, like, I watched two episodes of that show, Happy. You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy, dude. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh. What is it? It's it's about it's the guy from Law and Order SVU Chris uh I forget his name Chris something but he's the main guy in in CSI not CSI fucking SVU Law and Order SVU he's an ex cop and like an alcoholic yeah and like a piece of shit but like he used to be a good guy and this little girl gets kidnapped by this guy dressed up as Santa he's kidnapped all these children mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's like about to make a fucking code out of them or what like i said i'm only two episodes <laughs> in but it's like a real sick fuck but he keeps them in these fucking boxes and shit wait it came on sci-fi or something like that we're probably, ifc we're not talking about the same thing because i was i was thinking about the show where they're this guy sees a little a horse. blue unicorn is that what you're talking yeah, about Pat oswald plays the fucking unicorn dude. i saw the first episode i'm like yeah. this is fucking ridiculous but i didn't keep up with it dude I, like i said i'm on episode three man and i'm into it oh like, really I'm into it. i just haven't had a chance to sit down and like watch it right it's yeah at, and it's at christmas time and shit but like yeah he's fucking he knows he's going fucking crazy and he's like can anybody else see this fucking thing like <laughs> yeah it's, it's fucking he's had like a heart attack and he's died and shit but like 
And for some reason, like, they won't let him die because he's got to help these kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and the the unicorn is the little girl's imaginary best friend. Right. And he's like, I, you are the only one that can help because you're the only one that can see me. And <laughs> he's just walking down the street. You fucking piece of shit. Dude. And people are like, fuck you. He's like, fuck you. It's fucking hilarious. I did watch the first episode. And I just thought it was so ridiculous. But and, and I thought that was what was so cool because if you watch him on SVU, he's like the straight, like, you know, like, and he's just so fucking wild and mm-hmm. off the cuff. And this other one, I was just like, I can't wait to watch this. I think there's one season, maybe two. I think there's two. No, there's two seasons. Oh, so they did do a new season. I oh. think so. And uh, yeah, I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Let me know how you like it, because I might go back and rewatch that when I'm done with Sopranos and everything. And they're like hour episodes, too. Yeah, yeah, so. they're long. But it, uh, like I said, they're real intense. But there is some humor sprinkled in through them, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, there was a show I was going to watch on HBO Max because we have it. So I was like, they have a lot of good shows or something I wanted to watch because there's one called Deuces. Mm-hmm. I saw like a trailer for it, but I love the aesthetic. It's like that 1970s, like just aesthetic. And I was obsessed with it. So I'm like, oh, there's a show Deuces. I saw the trailer for it. It looked really interesting. You know, I was talking to the wife. I was like, you want to watch it? She's like, sure, let's check it out. So I turn, I, I like go to it and we start reading the synopsis. It's about the rise of porno pornography in the 70s. She's like, oh, hard pass. That's what you want to do is watch porn. <laughs> you trying to tell me something? And I was like, I didn't realize that's what it was. <laughs> it's very misleading, babe. Yeah. Thinking like a street gang or something. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. I thought it was like gangs in the 70s, but no, it's just porn. Either fuck her on camera we'll kill your family. Yeah. Uh. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I saw some of the stuff they had on HBO Max, and I can't wait to get it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm just holding off for a little bit longer. Yeah. My wife wants to get it because they're making new Sex of the City episodes. Oh, my God. Everybody's coming back except Kim Cattrall. So she's super excited about that. She's like, we have to get HBO Max. I'm like, uh, we're already getting HBO Max. Snyder Cut. Yeah, exactly. Once Snyder Cut hits, like everything on this podcast is going on Dude, pause. Dude, I'm afraid the motherfucker's going to crash. When it comes out. I dude. think so, too. Because so many fucking people are going to be They're watching They're all going to sign up at the same time, and it's going to crash servers. Yeah, I might do it, like, a couple of days at a time. Just to yeah, do it, like, a week in up. advance. When he when they give, like, a release date, do it, like, the week before. Oh, it's already out, dude. March 18th. Oh, so they did give a release date. Mm-hmm. I heard they're changing it up, too, bro, because people in other countries wanted to watch it, too. Yeah. And... I heard that they're not going to do the hour, hour, hour. They're going to just release the whole fucking thing at once. Are you serious? That's what I heard. Hmm. So, did you want to do one a week, or did you want to do the whole thing at once? That's what I'm saying. If they're breaking, if they broke it down like episodes, I would like to do that that way because I don't want to try to fit four hours into an episode, right? But at the same time, if they just release it all as one, like a movie, I mean, I guess we could. What are we going to do? Like, oh, that was an hour. Turn it off. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but we'll find a way to do more than one episode on it. Yeah. Hopefully. It'll it will do it. It'll just do four episodes. Maybe they'll release all four on the same day instead of maybe that's what they're talking about. They'll release all four together instead of one by one. Yeah. Because I would have figured if you're gonna do it like that, you're gonna have it come out on March first. That way you got four weeks mm-hmm. to drop the fucking thing. Yeah, but HBO has always been a bad about that because like with Game of Thrones, they would just release one episode each week. Yeah. Like they have that old school TV feel, even though that's not the age we live in anymore. I but mean, shit, Sopranos used to get me like that every fucking week, man. And Entourage, all that stuff. They're they are the kings of wait till next week. Yeah. Next week. Man. That was the hardest getting through Game of Thrones was the wait till next week. They're mm-hmm. really good about the cliffhangers. 
The Wire, all that shit, man. Yeah. Every great show that's ever came on HBO, which <laughs> there's a lot of them. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. We'll see how it works. But, yeah, that's what I did here. The, that was the latest thing I heard was people in, like, other countries were like, what the fuck? We want to watch it, too. And, mm-hmm. and well, I, I saw an online poll on YouTube, like... People were like, what movies are you the most excited for? And the only thing that I thought it would have any kind of competition for Snyder Cut was Godzilla vs. Kong. 45% of people were hyped for the Snyder Cut the most. And then King Kong was like 32. <laughs> it was like by, right behind it. Yeah. But I think Godzilla vs. Kong is going to be fucking epic. Right. It's going to be some shit like, wow, I've never seen this before. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. Just the trailer, dude. They're fighting on a fucking battleship. Like, how cool is that, dude? I know. I, did, I didn't even think about that, but that is such like a cool concept. I'm excited for it. And he beats the fucking thing, growling at the fucking water, and then you just see him split the fucking boat in half, dude. I'm like, yeah. Because no monkeys can't swim. That's crazy, because they're like the closest thing to us. Like, mm-hmm. you would figure they'd have figured that out. Yeah, but that's why they say we're not related to apes as much as we think we are. Because if you throw a baby human in the water, it instinctively holds its breath. If you throw a baby uh, chimpanzee in the water, it'll drown to death. Really? Yep. Really? Kids hold their breath automatically? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. It's just an instinct we have from birth, but apes don't have that instinct. You know what I always thought was crazy? You know how women will have underwater births because they say it's more soothing for the child and... You know, whatever. Did you know that that kid can still breathe underwater until you until the oxygen hits his lungs for the first time? Yeah, isn't that crazy? You could have an aqua baby, bro. You could have. A, I don't think it works that way. But you I, could have an Aquaman, bro. If he <laughs> never got oxygen, bro, and you just kept him underwater his entire childhood. No, I think he eventually needs the oxygen to live. Is it? I think so. Because <laughs> if not, dude, I'm surprised somebody's not tried that. Okay. Is that terrible? Like, I'm just, I was just thinking, like, I don't know how umbilical cords work. That's what, how they eat. Well, yeah, but they breathe through it too. I, I sound like a real fucking idiot right now because I don't know. I, because I know that's how they get their nutrition. You and feel they like grow. a fucking idiot. I have two children and I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say they don't breathe out of it because their lungs aren't all the way developed. Yeah. So I want to say that, like, that they don't they're not breathing because now i'm curious like they're not born yet i guess i don't know right so what's the transition from being inside the mother to breathing air because now you got me questioning it like that's what it is dude because that's why i said they have the underwater births because they're more soothing and it's not as crazy as coming into the world because like you said they've never breathed before they've never seen light none of that shit so like that's why when babies come out they're fucking crying like a motherfucker because they're like what the Fuck, I was just there for nine months. And then like, well, no, it's because the doctor hit them because they're... Well, they got to pinch them to make sure they're breathing or whatever. Yeah, they have to make them breathe. That's how they get them to take their first breath. But, yeah. But if they're born under the water, like, they don't take that first breath. Either. Not until you pull them out. This sounds like a movie we need to make. Like, the birth of Aquaman. Uh, just never leaves the water. Yeah, throw like a sideshow type of shit. Look at the fish boy. <laughs> He's just like going to take... <gasps> <laughs> He's never breathed. He's oxygen. never breathed oxygen. That's the whole movie. They like break him out. You know, the yeah. environmentalist kids break him out. You're free now. This is air. What if he's like superhuman underwater, but then he breathes the water? Then he normal. just breathes air and he just becomes a normal yeah. human being. That would be the greatest part of the movie. 
<laughs> he tries to go back. I can't. I can't breathe the water anymore. Right. He took away all his powers. You fucked me. <laughs> Sorry. You're well, free now. Sure you're free. Free from what? I'm 35. I've never had a fucking job. I've never been to school. I don't know anything. I don't even know how to walk. <laughs> he goes back in the water and he's like drowning because he's trying to get back into his life. <laughs> We gotta get the funding for this shit, man. This feels like that Guillermo del Toro movie, but like way, way funnier. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's not the shape Take of water. Take out the love interest. Yeah, well, fuck the love interest. I don't want to love I mean, interest. the water is his love interest. Exactly. <laughs> or he's in love with a dolphin. The boy who breathed water. Oh my God. Aquaman with a tad turn. The sad turn. Oh. That would be fantastic, man. I'm going to write that. You should. We're going to write that. <laughs> on that note, I think we've uh, we've gone long enough. So on next yeah. week, we'll try and do Willie's Wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to. Yeah, we'll get it done, bro. Okay, cool. So well, until then. Later, y'all. <laughs> Later. <laughs>